a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And joining me in the studio now is Dr. Graham Downs. Dr. Downs, good, good morning. morning. Again. Uh, thank you very much for your time. Um, so we just heard a track off the first track off your new album, Dunedin Spleen. Uh, that was... Oh, not, you just told me the name. None of these chords. None of these chords. Uh, now, you said that you wrote that riff in 81? Yeah, it was a pet riff that I kept coming back to time and time again, but I couldn't ever find a lyric for it. Um, and I'd almost forgotten it, but then I wrote the poem, you know, none of these chords I own, you know. I only gave them temporary shelter. It's kind of like, it's a song about writing songs and collecting, you collect chords, you know, Yeah. over the years, and you kind of, and you find ones that you can use and you find ones that you can't and whatever. So anyway, I wrote the poem and I, I, I just remembered that riff that I'd, had just been left unused for decades. And I went, that's a fit, finally, after I know, <laughs> three and a half decades. I know a riff I can use. Yeah. Uh, so the, the band is Dunedin Spleen and you uh, have recorded it over a couple of years at... Uh, well, Albany Street? Or yeah, it was mainly mainly recorded in 2012-13, um, and we should have had it out ages ago, really, but um, but basically the first tally-ho turned up and it just took over my, well, having, it took over my life for a year, and it was so successful, and with the second one and then the third one, I've just been basically orchestrating my butt off for the last five years, so it's been really hard to get to find the time to manufacture the time to get in and mix it and because it's a really complicated difficult record it's quite hard to mix it but we finally got it done in June and then we sent it off to Abbey Road to get mastered and which means it sounds really yummy and nice and uh, finally on the 10th of May touch wood Flying Nun will be able to deliver it so uh, yeah so it's it's finally here that's awesome and uh, in addition to um, working on it for so long you've had a number of collaborators uh, which uh, seems pretty amazing in terms of um, A the uh, oh, my brain has just totally gone uh, farts uh, Shane um, Carter uh, yeah, yeah, adds the the, did a guest vocal from uh, from his flat in, in Auckland when he was still living up there and Libby Ham- Hamilton, a wonderful ex-student singer, sang some BVs for us, and we various saxophonists, um, and Helene Duplessis on the cello on, on a number of tracks featuring. So yeah, um, but you know, it's the, the band as it is, which is you know, Rob Burns on bass and Darren Steadman, who's been the Valange drummer since '91 or two, um, myself and Stephen uh, Small, who's Played keyboards for on quite a few records, and Tom Healy on lead guitar. Yeah, the Auckland faction of the band. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and do you find uh, with um, with writing music because you've uh, been doing it for as you just alluded to to the the, the Tally Ho concerts, uh, you've got a, a number of strings in your bow do you find that writing music or the way that you write music has changed over the years do you, does it come more easily or more challenging now um well i mean the how the album came together was what i wrote an album in over the summer of 
2012 and we started recording it and then we didn't get around to mixing it because I was too busy and then I wrote another album in the southern summer of 2013 so we went well, what the hey let's just make it a double album because right. it's the 10th studio album of the band anyway yeah so uh so yeah I mean the way I write these days is I work on poems I work on the lyrics because they're it's easier kind of to just bring up a file and look at a poem and, and tweak it um you know, you can do that. You can spend 15 minutes when you've got it spare. Yeah. Kind of chipping away, and you save it as version 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. And then in the summer, uh, when I'm on a holiday, basically in December and January, I just sit down and get the poems up, and then if I can find music for the poem, if I can find a way in, yeah. it usually takes me a couple of days to, to do it, and that's the drums and the bass and the lead guitar lines and saxophones and anything else. It's... So yeah, I, I can write. Re I write really quickly yeah. these days uh, when I get. But I need that time. I need the immersion yeah. time to get into the music writing phase. Of well, things. that must uh, be a challenge in and of itself with the amount of uh, projects that it sounds you've been ju juggling in terms of uh, the three Tally Ho concerts. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. orchestrating all of uh, those in itself. Yeah, well, I haven't written a song since two thousand and fifteen. That's gives you an idea of how right. kind of fully immersive it, it is and, and having just finished the third tally ho I'm really looking forward to getting getting my head back into writing mode and, and I'm going to you know, hopefully start writing the next album we've got a couple of songs towards it two or three songs towards it anyway right so um, yeah straight back into it really. and do you sort of uh, do you how formed are the other songs is it a riff that you tuck away uh, like none of these chords or um, are they are they works in in progress? Do you you work on paper or is it all a, a mental list? It's a computer thing. It's right. just computer files and the music's all written on computer. So you know it's um, using Sibelius software, which is well. I mean, I couldn't actually do it these days the way that we used to do it. I mean, because you know back in the day you'd kind of semi bring a song into existence in the rehearsal room mm. and. Um, don't have the time for that nor the resources with half the band living in Auckland yeah true um, so you know it's all done in virtual land and I just give them the dots and they come down and play them right and record them and um, and so everybody's reading from the score really so okay. it's actually not much different than the Tally Ho stuff it's yeah. just with a smaller band right yeah you know, it's, but it's pretty orchestral in the way that it's conceived it's just you know Rock, a rock band's just a poor man's orchestra anyway. That's it, you know, because you can afford to have three or four, or if you're completely ridiculous, five people in your band. Yeah. Because it's cheap enough to move them around and get the job done. Mm. You know, but the way that the music's put together is pretty much, pretty much the same as the, the Tally Ho stuff. Kind of amazing that you can have artists in other cities. Contribute or contributing to the same track. I sort of, uh, I would have, uh, I I would have thought that um, music, like most creative arts, would have benefited from proximity or um, being in the in the same same space at the same time. Yeah, I know, but and to a certain extent, you know, the, the players. I mean, Stephen Small's a monster keyboardist, and, and Tom Healy's a great guitarist, really tasteful. And even though he's reading dots, he has to interpret 
which mm. strings and where he's going to get the line to work and so there's a great deal of interpretive thought mm. that goes into how he does it but he knows what I'm trying to do yeah and um, you know the, the thing is that the aesthetic is kind of of the record is kind of like well blonde on blonde right you know a bunch of great players in a room just playing stuff or making it up on the spot and it yeah. sort of sounds that way even though everything's been written it sort of sounds like immediate or, or organic a bunch of people that are playing together even though it's not so mm. you know um, it's just a case of uh, needs must yeah you know well, and also uh, like you alluded to uh, as well you've been playing uh, like he's been your drummer since 91 so that's a long time working together so yeah you, you obviously get to know each other and uh, how how you'll respond or the the vibe that you're going for yeah and you know Rob's played on the last three records beforehand so uh, in terms of bass so um, you know we, we know what we're doing I mean it's actually you know when you actually think about it you know a band where the personnel has been stable for about almost mm, 10 years <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's actually kind of it's a thing in itself really that we have been you know that the current lineup has worked on you know the previous two albums on corporate moronic and untimely meditations and rob was involved on in part of pot boiler before that so you know we've we've been together for quite a long time so mm. we sort of know each other quite well i think yeah fair uh and i uh, shows on uh the tracks that i've heard from the uh from the album it's doesn't sound like anything i've heard before it's got the sort of dunedin edginess and darkness but with an expansive quality uh that i uh that i really enjoy yeah it's a it's a big listen it's 19 Mm. songs fits on it will fit on a cd if you still buy cds it'll be it's a double album in terms of vinyl yeah um and it's it takes you in a lot of places mm. a lot of different directions and yeah it is a kind of i mean i had martin martin phillips up to have a listen to it before christmas and i think he summed it up quite well it's just kind of like it's got a, it's a completely new kind of density right <laughs> you know yeah which you can hear everything but it is really uh, kind of a, it's densely packed with a lot of music um and that's kind of that's cool you know it's what it is it's um each song is is a, a mass of sound mm. um and a very broad field and range of events that are happening on it um and it's dense lyrically of course and um i mean you know it's um it's of its of the time that we're living in i think i mean some of it's partially out of date you know i mean uh, I mean, I put a video up for AWCW, you know. You know. I am, and, uh, you know, that was that wasn't written in, at at the time of um, Obama's re-election and looking forward to who was going to replace him in 2016, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, so it was a it was a work of prophecy in a way. Mm. But it still kind of rather scarily resonates. <laughs> yeah, in terms of what actually d- ended up happening. Yeah, um, and um, yeah, so it, it is a lot of the lyrics are of our time, and and um, and you know, kind of pretty much standing by them, even though, as I say, the they are 
prophecies from years ago now that, that we're kind of living with. It's still scarily relevant. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time this morning, Graham. It's been really thank nice you. to chat. Uh, nice the chat. album is Dunedin Spleen, and it is a... It's due on the May, May 10th. May 10th. I'm flying on records. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to play uh, another track uh, off the album. I'm going to play Church and State now. Uh, you're listening to Radio 191 FM. This is the Otago Museum Breakfast Show. We will have news headlines uh, before nine. It's 16 minutes away. Radio 191 FM. Hey, dogs obeyed in office. Every study That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.